You're listening to Faith and Fostering, the podcast where people of faith chat about foster care in the Australian context to encourage, edify and educate others along the journey. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Faith and Fostering. I have with me today three members from the newly formed National Fostering Network Um, and uh, so I'm going to welcome them. Um, I've got Mary from Fostering Hope. Hi Mary. Hi Heather. And I've got Scott, uh, and he is pastor of Urban Life and also a foster carer himself. Hi, Scott. G'day, Heather. And um, there are a a bunch of other people who are part of this network who aren't on this call today, but we thought what we would do is is get everyone together uh, and just have a bit of a chat about what we're planning for uh, National Foster Care Week, uh, National Foster Care Sunday, which is coming up in the, the second Sunday of September um, so we've we've been working together for a few months and just wanting to make sure that we can align and try and uh, try and do something together to get word out to as many churches as possible and support for as many foster carers as possible. So um, our episode today is just going to be having a bit of a chat about that. And if you're listening in, just to um, be conscious that. Um, we're working on this and we want for you to be able to get this information into your churches and get the information out so that you as a foster carer or someone who cares for foster carers can have other people who are joining the cause as well. So um, Mary, you were the one who kind of got us all started on this journey. Um, Tell us about that. How did it all come about? Yeah, so um, Fostering Hope and along with ARC have been kind of in involved in this space for a few years now and and trying to encourage churches to have a day on the annual day on their church calendar to celebrate carers and raise awareness about the need for more carers in our community um and yeah just thought it'd be great to as a this is all god's work this is in our individual work and as a, a collective group of christians that we could do this together across across australia and it's been really exciting just starting off with the, the handful of people I knew and then increase, you know, expanding that to including Scott and and other individual Christians as well as um, organisations. Yeah. And hopefully this year is just the first year and it'll keep growing. Yeah, that's great. So we, we've, we've sort of um, linked in with Neighbour as well who are uh, kind of heading it up, I guess, and bringing the organisations together, which is cool, and then other interested parties as well. So, Scott, what's your being, um, you know, a long-term foster carer and in the pastoral kind of circles, what's your experience of how churches engage in this kind of space? Yeah, great question, Heather. It's, uh, it's an interesting one and one that I'm particularly passionate about because uh, being both a pastor and a foster carer, uh, I, I think that the church... Uh, in Australia is uniquely situated to be a um, a fantastic contributor to fostering and the care of children in general. Um, right at the moment, um, the news cycles and the court cycles rightfully have the churches placed in a very um, precarious and even um, dangerous position when it comes to caring for children. And I think that uh, the broader community are rightfully uh, wary of that. But when we talk about when we talk about foster care, I think the churches have an ability to be able to care um, for kids in safe ways, in proper ways, in ways that are 
um, are really significant and can be life-changing for, uh, for young people. And it's something that I want to see done well and done broadly. And, uh, and it's something that the Christian church has historically been very, very good at. And, um, and I think we can return to that space. There has been leaps and bounds as we've moved forward um, in child safety practices within our churches, but then for individual church members to engage in foster care, I think is a fantastic opportunity. Yeah, yeah, and no, I agree. I think even, you know, when we consider that you, you wind the clock back about 100 years and it was the church that was setting up the foster care agencies, you know, it was the church that was taking responsibility there. Um, Absolutely. And then for obvious reasons, the church has not been as involved over the past number of decades. And I guess that just that sense of, um, you know, because of the checkered past and the history in this nation, there's a sense within Christian communities, first and foremost of, you know, well, that's not our responsibility anymore, which is totally untrue and unbiblical. But also, um, I think the church doesn't even see the need anymore. Like, I think there are so many people who are a part of the Christian community who are not even aware of the need um, for carers in this space. So, yeah, we want to change that, eh? Absolutely. Not only have, um, uh, by being held to account, it's almost like the the courts, not the courts, the churches have wiped their hands of it and then it's a case of out of sight, out of mind and we see... um, kids running amok or we might see graffiti on the streets and we think, oh, where are those children's parents and why are they not being more responsible and uh, and unfairly judging these kids who the parent is literally the government of Australia. And, yeah. uh, and as churches, we've just wiped our hands of that when we could be and should be uh, and certainly historically have been right in the mix of making a difference and really seeing lives transformed in that kind of a way. And I think we can return to that very easily. And I'm very excited about this upcoming Foster Care Awareness Week for that particular, um, from that particular point of view. Yeah, that's awesome. So Mary, how? I think it's... Oh, no, go for it. I was going to say, it's also the ultimate redemption, like where we messed up, do it well and actually show the community we can do it better than anyone else. Yeah. And that family, that as Christians, family and th- those things we value and know are true, we can ch- highlight that and be a light for that. Which, I th- yeah, I'm really excited about that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Can you tell us, Mary, um, what what kind of stuff? So, if people are listening and they're going, okay, well then, how can I get involved in this? And if there's a network now of people who are coming together to create resources for. National Foster Care Week specific for churches, how do I find, like, what what is it, sorry, first of all, what is it that um, the network are producing and how will it benefit people who are interested in being a part of that? Yep, so as a um, network, what we're putting together is a video, so really simple couple-of-minute video that anyone can show at their church um, or in their small group or their midweek play group, whatever meet whatever you're connected with so there'll be a video and there's a church kit which has information about out-of-home care so children growing up in foster and kinship care in Australia Um, some ideas about how you could support and connect with carers in your community Um, a prayer that you could say on the Sunday Um, and 
sermon outline as well. So really simple that anyone can pick that up and use it in whatever form works for, for their church or their community, wherever listeners are connected to. Um, and that'll be going out individually to churches, but um, through this this conversation, um, people can also reach out to any of us to to get that information. And there is a website which I'm going to hand over back to Heather <laughs> to say what the website address is, and everything will be on there in about two weeks' time. Yeah, so uh, christianfostering.com.au is the website, uh, and on that website, uh, when that's live, um, we'll be able to, uh, you'll be able to connect with the organisations who are part of the network, but also um, any of those resources, just free download, be able to find out anything that you need to um, pass on to your pastor or the leaders of your church or anything like that to try and get them involved. But um, yeah, what what are the, um, what's the hope for the outcome, I guess, for wanting to engage on that specific week or even long-term in regard to this? What's the hope? My hope is that we find more foster carers than children who need homes. And so that's the hope is that one is that this becomes an annual event on the church calendar across Australia. And every year um, churches and Christians are praying for their own personal response. Is this something God's calling me to? praying for how they can love and care for the carers in their churches and their communities um, so that we find more than enough carers um, and ultimately we transform children's lives because um, that's so I'm a, I'm a carer as well and so that's the reason I'm doing it I want to see individual children's lives changed um, and and cycles broken yeah well, that's great yeah I, I count it as a real privilege to be invited to be a part of the network. Um, it began uh, essentially as a group of Christian organisations that look after kids in the out-of-home care sector, um, gathering together to work out how they could collaborate with each other. But um, I feel like um, the input that I've been able to give has been around um, what does that look like for churches and what does it look like for pastors in particular? I know in my role as a, as a local church minister, um, I would get multiple emails a week um, from various different groups telling me this is such and such a week or this is such and such a day. Yep. <laughs> Here's some stuff for you to do for our particular day. And if I was to do use all of those, we would have to have multiple services a week just to keep up with the different days that are on the calendar and it would be impossible. And they all um, seem to say this is something that you can do to help our agenda. What I love about what's going on here is this is an acknowledgement that every church is going to have people that are caring for kids in unique ways and that every church is going to have um, grandparents who are caring for struggling, um, uh, struggling parents. They're going to have um, foster carers. They're going to have uh, single mums, they're going to have people within the community that are a part of um, the out-of-home care sector or they are carers themselves. And this is a wonderful way of being able to acknowledge the good work that those carers are doing, to be able to encourage them and support them and to practically be able to um, pray and care for them in, uh, in wonderful ways. And so it's not giving the pastor another job to do, 
but saying you are already caring for wonderful people. Here's another resource that will help you um, with that kind of care. And I love that approach because that's not giving me another job to do. That is taking one of the jobs that I'm already doing and um, and giving it some um, giving it some resource, which I think is fantastic. Yep, that's so good. Um, and it's one of those things I think as well that it it can happen from the ground up. So we'll find that there's often um, there might be carers within a church community uh, who may feel isolated or whatever, and we want to resource you so that you've got something to give to your pastor and say, hey, you know, we're not asking for you to do more. But we are asking for awareness to be raised about an issue that is exists within our community through me, through my ministry. And um, so, you know, to advocate for this to be a part of your church, um, they're going to hear about it through you. They might hear about it through us, but they're more likely to hear about it through you as a carer, um, which is um, what we're essentially asking for you to do if you hear this today, to take it to your church leadership and to say, hey, this is coming up. It's it's happening on the twelfth of September. Um, can we get these resources and and use them for our church service? And I I also think it would be a great opportunity that week. And we often um, encourage people on on that particular week that if you're a foster carer and you want to stand up and share a story or just talk about what care is and what it's like for you, your story is so much more profound because your church knows who you are. Um, and some people feel really confident to do that and want to do that. Other other times you might be dealing with issues of, um, you know, confidentiality or whatever, and you may not be able to. Um, but what are some some pieces of advice or some tools or suggestions really from either of you for people who are thinking about, you know, stepping up and running this this particular weekend or stepping into that zone for their church and, and sharing a little bit more about foster care, maybe their story or maybe um, sharing something with the church, what what would either of you suggest for people? So as a local church, um, through the ministry of the Holy Spirit and as we best as we can follow Jesus' example, we hope that we are having some kind of transformational um transformational experience with our within our community within the community that god has placed us in we hope that um we would be able to see uh, ways that the kingdom of god is breaking through into the local community and transformation is is essential to why we exist when i go home from work many days i ponder and wonder whether we have had any transformational influence on that particular day. Well, the one ministry that I know is transforming lives, not that I just hope or I guess or I, I passionately believe, but the one that I know is having a transformational effect is um, the raising of children, especially children uh, who have an out-of-home care experience, but any child who is growing up in difficult circumstances. And for the church to be able to support carers that are doing such a wonderful job is, um, is something that I know brings transformation to people's lives. And, um, and that's without question. And so being able to empower churches, empower pastors and empower the broader Christian community to be able to support those people who are um, who are caring for vulnerable 
kids, I think is both wonderful and essential as a church community. Yeah. And um, one of the, because Fostering Hope's been running a foster care Sunday down in Tassie, and one of the coolest things for me has been the first year, couple of years, I was like talking at a different church every Sunday. And now it's come where carers are doing exactly what you said, Heather. They're standing up at their church on those Sundays and they're, they're raising the awareness. Um, and I think it is a lot of carers we don't like to talk about. We don't think what we're doing is amazing. So it's I, like I struggle with standing in front of a church and having to, you know, raise awareness about the thing that I'm doing. Um, so maybe it's something that carers can do is find a support person in their church to do it with them. So they don't have to share their story, but maybe there's, you know, a really good friend or someone in their Bible study or their small group um, or the, the kids minister or youth, someone from youth group that can stand up there with you and share to the, the journey you're on. And um, that so that's a, a way carers can do it that, that can be really helpful. Um, another is to actually just share what's been helpful on the journey. So these are the things that have really helped because um, often – I think there's not many Christians out there that would say fostering is a bad thing to do. It it does seem like a naturally positive things that Christians could be involved in, but people don't know how to be involved. So for a carer to say, these are the things that are really helpful and have supported me on the journey, also then can take the focus away from the kids and those those confidentiality things you mentioned, Heather. Um, and then just be ready to have the one-on-one conversations after you've shared because they will come. They might not come that day, but they'll come because people will go away and think about it. Yeah, that's Brilliant, great. Mary. That's really good. Um, and then, you know, if those follow-up conversations come and you feel stuck as to what to do, um, then come to the network and uh, and we've got some next steps that we can share with you. We can introduce carers to agencies. We can... Um, help them with information sessions and all of that kind of stuff. So we just want to be your backstop so that you've got somewhere to go and to lead people to um, so that you don't feel like you're stuck and you can't have those kind of conversations with people afterwards. So, um, yeah, I reckon it's great. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to release all of this stuff for churches uh, in the next couple of weeks. It'll be available and we'd love for everybody who can to get on board, tell everybody you know, uh, we just want to get this across as many churches as we can across the nation. And we're aware that there are some places that can't um, celebrate National Foster Care Week on that particular week. Uh, churches have um, interesting timelines and then some states have got different dates and all of that kind of thing. Um, so there is no requirement that it has to be on that particular week. If it's not going to work, you can you can download this stuff and use it at any other time. Um, but we just want to see as many people engaged in this ministry and um, giving kids a hope and a future as we possibly can. So we just want to get the word out. Um, so make sure that you connect with us. Um, I just want to thank uh, Mary and Scott for being with us on behalf of the rest of the group. Um, thank you. There's actually about six or seven of us who, are, who have been connecting and being a part of this project, um, but these guys have stepped in today to talk about it. Um, and before we go, I need to let you know that Faith and Fostering is taking a break. We're at the end of season seven now, so we're taking a break for uh, a few weeks and then we will be back with you after that. So I hope that you look after yourself in that time. In the meantime, let's remember every child deserves a family. <laughs>